What would we do, baby, without us? Shalala. Hello and welcome to another very special episode of Alex B. Keaton is my friend. I'm your friend, Phil Vecchio, and on this episode, we'll be discussing Season 4, Episode 24 of Family Ties. This is the final episode of Season 4, and it is titled Paper Chase. It originally aired on May 8th, 1986. And with me to discuss this episode is my very special co-host, Keith. Hey, Phil, how you doing? Pretty good. I mean, it's bittersweet. We're here at the end of the season... But it's it's a good one. It's a good I felt like it was a good conclusion. Great episode. Lots of fun people in it. And spoiler alert, Mallory graduating? Question mark. Oh. <laughs> she has more than just fabric smarts. <laughs> right, as it turns out, when she applies herself. Well, how have you been doing? Any, any exciting stuff going on this week? No, just, you know, working, working, working. Uh, you know, I kind of follow the school schedule just because, you know, we're closely aligned with it and so everybody's been reaching out and hey can you come visit hey you know we're off next week can you do this week so this week is packed last week was packed so no rest no rest for the wicked this brings up an excellent thing that i would like to mention to our listeners which is that this is not only the uh season finale on the show but we are going to be taking a brief break because next week is the american thanksgiving holiday which is not the holiday all across the world, I realize, but it is that's not. where when we celebrate it. Yeah. And so we're going to take a week off then because I'm going out of town and, well, you know, I'll, you're not. But I'll be home. You'll be doing cool stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll be working. <laughs> you'll be working. Yeah. But still, you know, it's, it's going to be, it's a brief break there. And we're going to be starting into the new season soon, but I actually want to do some special things in between this and starting of the new season. Oh, okay. And so Keith, I'm asking you this here on the show, but what I would like to do for at least for the next episode is on the DVD, you know, the box set that I have of family ties, there is a uh, bloopers reel for this season. Oh, okay. So I thought it would be fun to do a special episode where we cover the bloopers reel. I'm in. I love bloopers. Yes. Now, this will require either you to come here or me to go to your place. We can discuss those plans later. But, we, you know, unless you don't, I mean, I don't know where else you're going to find the bloopers. <laughs> no. Maybe it's on YouTube. Well, that'll be fun to actually record, uh, to watch it live and record live again together. Yes. Oh, man. That's what Our we first episode do. back. So it's going to be a very, very special episode, as they all are. That'll be after Thanksgiving. So nice. keep an eye out for that, yeah. dear listeners. Ooh, that sounds great. Good good choice. I yes. support it. Yes. Before we get to that episode, we also would love to hear from our listeners, and I want to throw that out here at the front of the show. If you guys would like to get in touch with us, please write to us at alexpkeatonismyfriend at gmail.com, or of course you can go to our website, alexpkeatonismyfriend.com, or you can find us on Facebook, join our Facebook group while you're there, get in touch with us, let us know how you're doing and what you thought about Season 4. Oh. I think season four was probably my favorite season so far. It's been pretty great. I mean, this is the season of Ellen. Yep. And Nick. Baby Andy. Yeah. Nick. Yeah. I mean, oh. Skippy was so much. Perfect in every single episode he was in. Yes. This, I mean, everybody just so good. Jennifer really hit her stride, I feel like. Yes. Yes, she did. As an actor. Mm hmm. I mean, Jennifer, the character, you know. Yeah. Tina Yothers, the actress. Tina Yothers as an actress. Yeah. Do they go by actress or is it actor now for everybody? I think it 
it depends, and I, I've, from my understanding, it's interchangeable to a certain degree. Okay. And it's up to the person's preference, probably. Nice. I think that, like, actor is sort of like a general, like, all catch-all term, but, mm-hmm. you know, an individual may prefer to be referred to as actors, but, I mean, I don't have any personal knowledge of that, so I'm just kind of making this up as I go. You're spitballing? You know, <laughs> probably right, though. I'm sure. <laughs> well, speaking of Jennifer, did you notice now that she is towering over Alex already? Oh, yeah. And that She's she like was kind of slouchy up. when she was around him? She's definitely uh, hit a growth spurt in, at some point here. I wonder how tall she is in real life. Well, definitely taller than Alex, than uh, Michael <laughs> J. Fox. <laughs> yeah. oh, she's not tiny little Jennifer anymore. <laughs> tiny. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> tiny. Yeah. Tiny others. No. T- <laughs> hey, she's only five foot six. Really? Yes. How tall is Michael J. Fox then? Well, so Justine Bateman is only five foot six, and I would have expected that she was obviously taller as well. Michael Gross is a towering six foot three, and Meredith Baxter is only five foot seven. I mean, I knew Michael Gross was tall. He's always like towering over everybody. Uh, Michael J. Fox comes in at a five foot four. It's interesting that they got like a the whole cast of kids just happened to be shorter. Yeah. It probably helped them to, like, portray kids longer, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, speaking of, there's a certain part in the episode that when we get to it, I'm going to make – I have a, a, something to mention on that. There was a 30-year-old okay. trying to be a high school student. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll definitely get to that. So one final reminder in the news section before we move on to get into this episode proper. Don't forget that, speaking of special episodes – In January, we're going to be doing our special episode about the Family Ties book, the uh, Alex Gets the Business uh, little mini novel. So if you guys want to read along with us, pick it up from eBay or wherever fine books are sold from 30 years ago and uh, 40 (laughs) years ago. Yeah, plus Um, or minus. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I can do math too. Right. <laughs> we, we'd love to have you guys read that with us, and then we can talk about it in a really special episode. But we got to give, I'm just giving lots of heads up because I know it takes people a while to get it and then to actually read the book. Yeah. You so. got to track it down, order it, get it. Yeah. Read it. There's still a lot of copies on eBay, shockingly. I thought all of our listeners would have picked them up by now. Oh, okay. Well, you know, maybe the first run went and they, uh, they found a second batch of them. Mm, that's probably it. Yeah. That's they were in the it. back. I always like like when you go to like a what do you call those things when they set them up, you know, and they have tents. A yard sale? No, it's at a place like flea uh, market. Yeah, like a flea market. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh. we went to a flea mar- market in Portland though, and they had no books. Really? Yeah, they did have a guy who was making um, sculptures of people's faces with clay. My wife and <laughs> our friend got one made. Oh, Phil. Oh, Phil, oh, Phil. This, this gentleman. Have this? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. I'll get the photos and I'll post it. I'll show you I the. I would like to see that. I'll show you the, the picture of Heidi and, and Devin. They were together that they gave to this gentleman <laughs> and then he made a sculpture of them and it is incredible. Oh, my gosh. You have to post those pictures. I would definitely like to see this. Yeah, I'm going to have to get that. I better write myself a note because I'll already forget because I'm 100 now. I write notes for everything. Is that- <laughs> If that won't drive people to the Alex P. Keaton, my friend, Facebook page, I don't know what will. <laughs> Our group. Join the group and you can see the amazing Heidi sculpture. Yes. I can't wait. 
Yeah, no, it was pretty incredible. I forgot about that. This gentleman uh, was probably, you know, close to 100. And he's like, oh, yeah, give me about 15, 20 minutes. And then he made him sit down. And so he was explaining the process to him. And, oh, it was amazing. Well, if he took an entire 20 minutes, you know it's got to be a good sculpture. So it did take him a little bit longer because he was having a hard time with the glasses. (laughs) You'll see what I mean when you see it, too. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited to see this. I know. It's going to be incredible. I can't wait. I wish I had the, the picture on my phone. I would show you. I would send it to you already, and then oh. we could post it. But, yeah. So, I'll definitely All do right. that because it was it was pretty incredible. And I had shawarma I'm for the excited. first time. Wow. Yeah. Was this recent or this was a while ago? No. So, when I was in Portland, um, the first week of the oh, month. Oh, like just this. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just, just. Oh, wow. Yeah. I was there on Tuesday the 1st, and then we came home on the sixth yeah sixth and you'd never had shawarma before I've that never had shawarma before but there was Ooh, a food truck think? place and i really liked it it was super good full disclosure i'd never had it before the avengers either and after that movie came out i was like well i have to go have that now because it's in a movie i like <laughs> right if it's good enough for tony stark it's good enough for me that's right <laughs> and actually i had it at a food truck i feel like that's the majority of them are food trucks well i think it's just easier and i had chicken they had chicken and beef they were mm. out of lamb i was gonna do lamb but they were out Sounds really good. You always talk about good food on the show. <laughs> and it makes me hungry. And oh, <laughs> it's sorry. Too it's too late. <laughs> well, and that was the beauty, too, is that I love, like, a, just a bunch of food trucks because I could order a little something here, a little something there, a little something yeah. there. That's all I did. I mean, they were making fun of me because I was just running from food truck to food truck ordering things. <laughs> you don't have to choose just one. Oh, why limit myself? Like an outside food court. <laughs> right? Oh, it was amazing. I loved it. It was so much fun. Sha-la-la-la! Well, shall we jump into this episode? Yeah, we should. Now, if I remember correctly, I did the last episode. Are you prepared to summarize? I am. So you're going to let me uh, land the plane on the season? Absolutely. Oh, I I trust no other co-pilot better than you. Aw. That's why you changed uh, the show name. Yay. That's right. You made it on the site. (laughs) Now you got to land the plane. (laughs) Right? Well, this one's going to be bumpy, so make sure you're wearing your seatbelts, kids. All right. (laughs) Strap in, everyone. (laughs) So we open in none other place than the Keaton Kitchen. Shocking, I know, but, you know, we want to give that sense of home. So, uh, and we open with Alex. I feel like it's been a hot minute since the last time Alex was kind of uh, the start of the show. Jen walks in, turns out they're cleaning out the attic. She's got a box of uh, stuff for the trash, but it's all Alex's stuff. And, of course, you know, he freaks (laughs) out a little bit and he's like, you know, this is trash from the gods or junk from the junk of the gods. And so, you know, he pulls out his old basketball and who knew Alex played basketball, but he, (laughs) I guess Teen Wolf knew. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) That was a good Easter egg there. (laughs) But uh, Jen threw the basketball down to to show Alex that, you know, maybe this one wasn't in the best shape, but uh, (laughs) because it was obviously flat and probably had a hole in it. But we did get some fun gags, like his uh, first uh, baby money belt. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, we find out that all the Keatons are going through. And turns out Stephen and Alex are kind of hoarders. You know, they like to hold on to everything from their entire life. I think this may have fed into my own tendency to collect things. You know, I always thought Alex was a great character growing up. And maybe this is, you know, where it all started. He didn't want to get rid of anything out of the attic. And neither do I. (laughs) Do you have an attic? 
Well, no, but if I did, I wouldn't want to get rid of anything out of it. <laughs> okay. So, you know, we just use a garage. Although their garage is like open air, right? So you probably don't want to store too much out there. Yeah. That's why they have to have an attic, I'm sure. Oh, gotcha. Well, at that point, in walks Skippy. And he's stressed out about his graduation and his senior quote. And so he gives them to Alex <laughs> and he, and Alex reads them. And, uh, you know, one is a beautiful quote. And the other one is Yabba-dabba-doo, you know, from the Flintstones. And so Alex said, well, Skip, you know, it seems like they're kind of on the same level there. You can't go wrong with either one. So we find out that graduation is coming. And then in walks Mallory and Nick. Elise had pulled a dress out that she wore for her graduation. And uh, when Mallory comes in, she gets to see it. She gets super excited. Well, you and I knew in advance that there was going to be an issue because anybody mm-hmm. saw that one coming that, you know, everybody else steps away and Mallory takes Alex to the side and says, you know, Alex, I got a problem. You know, I'm failing history. I don't know that I'm going to graduate. And so Alex is like, oh, man, you know, that's that's terrible. you got to graduate and end up flashing over to the school, flash forward to the school. And we find out that Mrs. Hillman is her history teacher and Alex had loved her and Mallory doesn't you know she's a pretty hard <laughs> teacher and she's keeping uh, Mallory on her toes and uh, so Mrs. Hillman walks in and you know she ends up uh, asking everybody how their weekend was and some show off kid named Walter is you know the 30 year old there's <laughs> no way that kid was in high school he's got to be one of the producers on the show or craft services or something because that guy was in his 30s not a student oh interesting you didn't recognize him then I didn't Oh, okay. Well, we got some fun stuff to talk about then in a little bit. All right. Well, now I'm going to – I was too busy going like, how is that guy a high school student? <laughs> she ends up giving a pop quiz. Mallory's sitting there. She starts to doodle on her paper. Mrs. Hillman walks over, says, you know, hey, you know, come talk to me for a minute. And then she ends up kind of giving Mallory the business and just telling her like, hey, you know, if you don't pass – the final with a B, you're not going to graduate. You're not going to walk. And so Mallory's trying to tell her like, hey, you know, give me an opportunity. Let me have some extra credit. And she's like, no, nah, the time for all that is past. You really need to do the work. Buckle down. So Mallory's freaking out. She goes home. She's telling her siblings, you know, this is what's going on. And everybody's just kind of like, man, you got to tell mom and dad. And Mallory doesn't want to, obviously. And because she knows that they're going to be upset with her. Of course, you know, at that time, that's when uh, Elise and Steven walk in. And Alex tells Jennifer, like, hey, Jen, let's go into the secret uh, dining room here. So they walk in, <laughs> they walk out. And so Mallory ends up telling her parents. And I was kind of shocked. Elise is the one that got so frustrated and was kind of yelling at her and telling her that she yeah. really needed to buckle down and take it serious for a change. And we see her giving giving Mallory the business. She's usually so even keeled. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, Stephen uh, steps in to intervene and he's like, <laughs> hey, you know, let's let cooler heads prevail. And then he turns around and starts yelling at Mallory. <laughs> so <laughs> it was perfect. And so they yell at her. They tell her that, you know, you're just going to have to do your best. And, you know, I can't believe you're not going to graduate. Why'd you wait till the last minute? And Stephen said, why is this the first we're hearing of it? And I was kind of thinking, like, really, before we had all the electronic grades now, like, I could really hold stuff back from my parents until progress report season. Right. 
Now I know a daily, hourly report of how our kids are doing. Oh, yeah. I mean, I have it set to where, like, every Monday morning, because the teachers are real good about inputting stuff over the weekend, it seems like, or maybe Friday afternoon or something. And so Monday morning, you get a real accurate synopsis of where your kid's at in the classes. But, yeah, I mean, you can log in anytime you want, find out what's going on, what they're missing, you know, how many assignments they're not turning in. It's nice as a parent, but probably... Harder in some ways on the kids. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, Griffin missed an assignment, and he's like, oh, I didn't know I had it. And he goes, Who, how was I supposed to know? It was 11% of my grade. And I'm all, oh, really? You know, you've only got eight assignments in the class, and one of them's worth 100 points, and you didn't fe- feel like that was going to be a big assignment? You silly goose. <laughs> ah, speaking of senior years, there is one line right at the end of when Mallory is talking to her parents, and she kind of is facing away from them, and she goes, I'm just scared. And I was like, okay, and? And then we flash forward to, you know, it's been two weeks. Mallory's not shopping. And Jennifer makes a funny joke about how the greater retail businesses of Columbus have reached out and said, you know, we want to build our own high school and we'll uh, we'll graduate Mallory so she can get back to doing what she does best. <laughs> but uh, she's been at the library all the time. And about that time, Mallory and Nick walk in and she said, oh, you know, thanks for helping me study. And seems like for the last two weeks, she's really buckled down. She's been in the library. She's working through all the notes and trying to really learn, you know, an entire year's worth of information in just a few weeks. And so she's going to sit down at the table. She's got, I don't know, probably 15 books. And most of them looked very old and very dusty and very thick. And she's going to learn, right. which is kind of crazy because I feel like she would have just had a textbook. That was still a thing in 1986, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was like condensed, like your curriculum was not just all the books in the library. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would kind of help narrow it down a little bit, but you know. <laughs> right, especially because this was like supposedly for that one class, right? Yeah, just one one history class. So uh, Mallory sits down at the table. She's going to continue to study. She's got all these books everywhere, and everybody's like, all right, let's just give her some space. And so Alex is like, well, wait, I got a couple of things to help you. And, <laughs> oh, this cracks me up. He, uh, he put the founding fathers up on the wall. I think the same one that he used what, in season three when he had the dream sequence. Yeah, pretty sure that was the same one. Got to use that again. And then uh, a picture of him, which would obviously help spur her on to learn. And then lastly, his Abe Lincoln hat from when he was in a play in like eighth grade. So, which, you know, it's going to be super helpful. And he puts it on her head. The family does a funny gag where everybody's talking about what she needs to remember, you know, facts and information and whatnot. And they keep hitting her in the head. Well, pretty soon the hat's down (laughs) over her face and her eyes and she can't see anything anymore. So she finally says, hey, guys, you got to let me just, you know, do this on my own. And so they say, "Okay, let's back away. And of course, they just they fan out right behind her. And Ellen somehow snuck into the whole thing there. I didn't even see her come in. And next thing you know, I hear her voice and I'm like, Ellen's here. Wait, what? (laughs) it's a secret Ellen you know she chimes in a couple of times and I'm like man what a waste of Ellen like she's only in the episode for like I don't know three four minutes and done I I don't want to break your heart but we do need to talk about Ellen in the in the guest star segment well I'm sure when we see her next season you know we'll we'll hear the love song we'll get a lot of Alex and Ellen and it's going to be amazing and incredible I can't wait so we'll talk about that in a few I'm sure (sighs) <laughs> just, just remember the way your heart feels now before I before I have to break it later. Oh, all right. Well, 
I, I'm hoping it's not about my sweet Ellen, but okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but then my favorite part of the episode comes up next, and we get a study montage. What a great little musical interlude. Right? And you can't tell me that was like anything that was uh, going to be licensed, because that was just... Oh, no, definitely not. <laughs> yeah, somebody playing some... And I kept thinking, like, am I hearing like a trash truck outside or... Something because it was kind of a <laughs> screechy at one point. But uh, my favorite part was Mallory was eating a sandwich. <laughs> she changed clothes, had her hair up, had her hair down, had yep. her hair, you know, ponytail. And, you know, she's different outfits and she's just studying. So we're, we're progressing and we're seeing on the calendar they're Xing off every day until they get to the 29th and she's going to take the final. And so that last night she ends up falling asleep. Alex comes downstairs because he needs a glass of milk and. Thankfully, he was able to pour it without spilling it because instead of using the handle to pour the milk, he just, you know, he turned it and away from the handle and used his hand to hold the jug. Right. right. That was after he blew into his orange juice glass to make sure it was clean. So, but yeah, that took care of it. Anything yeah. that was in there. <laughs> right. So, who knows? But he wakes her up two o'clock and uh, he tries to give her a pep talk in true Alex fashion, just tells her, well, hey, you know, you'll have a good time repeating it next year. So she'll get to be a senior <laughs> twice. She ends up going to school. We get the flash forward. We see Skippy is actually doing his final. And it's a, uh, a question and answer kind of final where the teacher will ask a question verbally. And then you'll give an answer back. So it's just one student at a time. The teacher asks Skippy a question. And he's able to give two of the three reasons. And she's like, are you sure about that third one? And he's like, nah, uh, because that's when he threw in Gone with the Wind. He said Rhett and Scarlet got divorced. And she's <laughs> yeah. like... Are you sure about that? And he's like, maybe they just got separated. <laughs> anyway, he skedaddles out pretty quickly, and uh, then Mallory comes in. After that, all that studying, you know, you really think she's just going to crush in on that first question. She gets, gosh, what was the question? It was like, how did the Louisiana Purchase affect... Jefferson. Jefferson, okay. How, how it affected his policy or something along those lines. Yeah, Mallory gives kind of a tongue-in-cheek answer, and she talks about, you know, how... Even though it was from France and it cost $15 million, it was still a pretty good purchase. <laughs> and the teacher rails on her, just lights her up and says, you know, when are you going to start taking it serious? When are you going to give me a serious answer? That's not serious. You know, like, do you want to do this or do you just want to walk out that door? And So Mallory kind of yells back at her and gives a really good reasons as to why that purchase affected uh, Jefferson. And the teacher stops. And she stares at her and she says, oh, my gosh, that's exactly what I've wanted this whole time. Congratulations for being the true Mallory Keaton. Mallory's like, what? That's OK. That's the right answer. And she's like, yeah, that's exactly what I wanted. The teacher says, well, do you want to do the next one? And Mallory says, well, why not? I'm already here and we've got the room for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> So she asks another question. Mallory gives another great answer. And flash forward to graduation day. Mallory's dressed up. She's wearing her cap and gown. And she's got her little tassel that even had the 1980 or the little 86 on it, which I thought was pretty fun. They spared no expense, you know, in that final episode. I mean, those are expensive. Right? I remember paying like, I don't know, $75 or something for my whole robe and hat and everything. That's funny because we had to, we've already bought the one for Griffin. They already had the day that we had to go and get it. And it was like a $44, $45, somewhere around the really? there. Yep. And you get uh, the cap, the gown, and you keep it. Like I had to, I turned mine back in. I think we kept our cap, but you turned in the gown. 
It was like a rental thing or something. See, I kept mine. Maybe that's part of it. It also could be just memory inflation. Like, I might be imagining it costs more because of a percentage of my income, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Yeah, so we've already got his. In fact, we've got the tassel, the cap, and the gown ready to go. It's still in a bag. I'm looking at it. Does it still have that little, like, metal number dangling from it? The 2022 this time? It'll be 23. Because next year's 23, isn't it? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking... That makes more sense. <laughs> All right. I've got the tassel. <laughs> and it does. It's, oh, this one actually says 2023. Has all four numbers. All four numbers. Ooh. Yeah. I wonder if... See, okay. So I actually know where mine is and Janelle's. And this is funny. For whatever reason, our graduation tassels... And we have my high school, Janelle's high school, plus I think her like master's one or something like that. But they all dangle on the little switch of the lamp in our living room. And it's been that way since, like, we got married. It's just for whatever reason, we hung it there, like, when we first got married. And that's just where it's always been now. How funny. I don't know why. Well, anyways, Mallory graduates. She looks over and she says, hey, there's Mrs. Hillman. So she goes over and has a meaningful conversation and said, you know, why? Why'd you do it? And Mrs. Hillman said, you know, because I knew how smart you were and I wanted you to know it as well. And we get a beautiful freeze frame. Mallory's got the smile on her face and she's graduating and she's all excited because we know she's going to go to junior college next year. And so she has to graduate. We get a beautiful close for season four. Whole season. Done. Done. In the can. Right? In the books. In the books. Sha-la-la-la. Well, I think we should jump directly into... The guest stars, because I've got a lot to talk about here. Oh, yeah, I'm in. Hit we need to get to this. It's time for guest stars. Now, before I even get into the guest stars proper, I have to tell you about something. And this is part of why, I mean, people don't know this, but Keith knows this. I wound up calling you a little bit later than normal because I had a major uh, hiccup in the process of what I normally do when I prepare for a show. Oh, really? So as you probably know, and I talk about this, you know, we give them shout outs all the time. IMDB, Internet Movie Database, imdb.com is where I get a majority of our information about the actors and actresses who are guest stars and all the stuff about the episodes and stuff. And they did an update this week or sometime between the last time we recorded now. So I guess it's been like a couple weeks. They totally whacked it. It's, like, messed up. Oh, no. It's like they broke... And I mean, to be fair, there's, I see what they did with it, but it's completely unusable in the way that I did it, and I'm going to have to, like, relearn how to, like, get the information the way that I used to do. Oh, no. They bro- And I, like, searched around. I was looking around trying to find out how to look at the old format, because sometimes they would do that where they change it. And one of the things I, I saw that you can get some of the pages in, like, the older format if you're logged in with your account and you can change that in your settings if you want the classic view. Mm-hmm. Well, I do have an IMDb account, but I haven't used it in years. In fact, so many years that I tried logging in and it didn't recognize my current email address. And I was like trying different ones. And I'm like, (gasps) and I tried logging in with my college email address. (laughs) And that's what got me in IMDb. What? Yeah. Oh, my god. And it's still like an active account. And in fact, like it shows that like I've been a member for, I don't know, 20 years or something dumb like that. I don't know. And it shows my activity that I've only I've rated two things. On IMDb. Oh. And they were both, like, so long ago. One of them was an episode of X-Files, 
And the other was a documentary that came out in like 2000 or something like that. And that's the only thing I ever did as far as like contributing actually to it. Really? Uh, yeah, 15 year member badge, but I think it's close to 20 years since I actually joined it. Huh. Um, let's see. <laughs> anyway, even with going to the classic settings, there's still some stuff that is messed up. So I'm going to have to, for tonight, I'm like reading it off my phone and I'm going like to click into it and stuff. Don't worry, listeners, I'll be editing it. You won't know, but I'm going to have to shuffle around a little bit, Keith. You may notice that it's not quite as smooth because I couldn't get the stuff. Like, it's it's really weird. It's a mess. I hope they fix it or let us go back to classic because why do they do that? I hate it when they do it. Like, if your thing has been working for 15, 20 years, like, just let it be. You don't why are you messing with changing it, now? it? Yeah. yeah, that's dumb. <sighs> so... That's my little gripe. And I know, like, I don't want, like, IMDb to be mad at us, but I've been trying to get them to sponsor us for years, and they haven't done it, so <laughs> I'm, I'm calling you out here, IMDb. Right? Sponsor us, or I'm not going to say all the nice things all the time. Or else. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't think threatening a giant corporation-type uh, website is going to help, but, you know. Yeah. Well, you're probably Begging right. hasn't worked either, so. <laughs> all that being said, here's a couple things about the guest stars. First of all... Like I said, I need to mention Ellen, because when I was looking at IMDb, one of the things that it had in, like, the trivia section, which sometimes there's trivia for individual episodes, is it said, this is Ellen's final episode. Uh, And I was like, what? So I clicked around, and it's not exactly true, but it's true in a sense. So here's what happens. For some reason, they shot extra episodes during season four, during the time that they did season four. I don't remember the exact number. We'll probably go over this in season five when we get to it. Mm-hmm. But during season five, some of the episodes for season five, they aired these episodes that were shot and never used for season four. So bizarre. So in the middle of season five, it'll go from like, you know, they're all obviously like a year older. All of a sudden, it'll go back to like Andy's a tiny baby and Jennifer's obviously much younger. You know, like there's a lot of really <laughs> obvious like, oh. And so this is... In the, like, true chronological order, the final episode we get with Ellen. But during season five, when they're playing those episodes that are kind of out of chronological order, there is another Ellen episode. Oh, but only good. one more. Ugh. Oh, and doesn't she come back on a clip show or something, too? I think that, yeah, probably clip show, but, like, true appearance, you know. Ugh. That's the, there's only one more. And it's, like I said, it's, it's out of... So this is kind of like the end of his relationship with her, but... Because I And I remember when I watched through the series the first time, I didn't understand, because at this point, I mean, I guess spoiler alert, but this since this is the last one, he winds up breaking up with Ellen, and he's dating other people, and then all of a sudden there's an episode where he's, like, dating Ellen again, and you're like, what? <laughs> and that's when I, like, started trying to Google and figure out, like, what the heck is going on here, and that's how I came to find out that this stuff is out of sequence. So, this is the final episode of her original run, plus that one more we've gotten. And what's mind-boggling is we haven't gotten that song again. So I really thought that was going to be, like, throughout. And I guess it's just maybe their one episode. Although I guess there's one more that it could possibly appear in. So I don't know. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. When we get to her final, true final episode, we'll look deeper into the song and see if we can figure out more about that. But Okay. Yeah. This is kind of crazy. This is the end of their relationship, sort of. I'm so sad. They're so great together. This was her 12th episode. There's one more for a total of 13. Mm-mm. That's it. Dang. That's our Ellen. 
<sighs> well, so we do have some other people that were in this episode, though. Oh. Some other guest stars. Do they even matter anymore? I mean, I know. I, I told you I had to break it to you, but I just had to get that out of the way because I knew it was hanging over your head, and I just I had to be real with you. You know, I didn't want to <sighs> didn't want to keep your hopes up. I'm glad we're gonna take a week off. I know you're gonna need to mourn for a week. <laughs> exactly, it's tough. <laughs> but it'll be we'll, we will see her again one more time. So at least All we right. have that. Well, hold on. Because I was shocked when I saw that thing. I'm like, wait, I, this is it, really? So. It is. But a couple of other people that were in this episode. First of all, we had Mrs. Hillman, mm-hmm. the teacher. She was played by an actress named Gracie Harrison. And she has a total of 24 acting credits to her name and her body of work. Uh, mostly like TV shows. The last thing she did was in 1994. So she hasn't uh, acted in a while. But TV shows like uh, Designing Women, Roseanne. Star Trek The Next Generation, a lot of like one-off episodes of things here and there, Matlock, stuff like that. This is her only appearance on Family Ties, however. Well, she had appeared before they started filming the show when Alex had her in, in school. That's true. Just off, off screen, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. 100% off screen. <laughs> she was like really harsh, and I know it was supposed to be like a stand and deliver or dangerous minds kind of moment, but... It came across a lot more like just really condescending and mean. <laughs> yeah. She really was mean. Oh, yeah. I noticed that that's not the first time you've drawn a shoe. Yeah. She didn't like try to appreciate where Mallory was coming from or like meet her and like, okay, let's take your love of fashion and use that to understand history or anything like that. It was just, she even said something like at the end when she said, I knew other girls like you who acted stupid in school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She just called her out harsh. Yeah. Well, Alex said she's harsh but fair. Even Alex was like, yeah, she was like really hard on me. And, and Mallory's like, what grade did you get? And he's like, well, an A+. Plus. But she said she didn't <laughs> like my attitude. <laughs> that would make sense, too. Yeah. I did like that bit at the end, too. And she was telling her, like, you know, she knew these girls that acted stupid. And she said there was, like, a rumor going around that that would, like, help you get more dates or whatever. <laughs> and, <laughs> and Mallory's like, well, was it true? You know? She's like, well, yeah. Yeah, but... (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Anyway, that's Mrs. Hillman. We also had um, an interesting credit for Dr. Schult, which was the the principal of the school. Oh, the speaker, yeah. Yeah. He only had, I think, like one line. He just got up at the end and said, you know, welcome to graduation 86 or something along those lines. Yep. He was played by an actor named Terry Wills. 76 acting credits, done a lot of stuff, but I'm not going to go through all of his stuff because we've actually gone through it a number of times before. Oh, what? Yes, uh, we've had Dr. Schultz actually on the show before. Oh, was that when uh, Alex went back to high school to give his speech during one of the dances? He was in seven episodes of Family Ties. Oh my gosh. So he was in one episode in season one as a different character, Don Bradford. He was in two episodes of season two as Dr. Schultz. One called Double Date and one called The Graduate. Double Date was the... Double uh, Date? Yeah, with Skippy at the prom, right? And Alex had two dates. That's right. And then this is his third appearance as Dr. Schultz in this episode. And then he's got, like I said, three more... 
different characters going forward. Okay, three more. Including, he's in the final episode of the show, but as not as Dr. Schultz. What? Yes. Oh, interesting. I'm so intrigued by the in the last episode already. Like, I know. What's it going to be? It's a great unknown as far as family ties goes, because I don't know. Right? So, our last credit for the episode was uh, the student that you mentioned in the class. Mm-hmm. The 38-year-old? <laughs> yes. His name was Walter, and he was played by Willie Garson. Now, I know that you said he looks like he's 38, but according to IMDb, he actually would have been about 22 at the time of this. So, oh, okay. older than a high school student, but not as... Right. Willie Garson. That name sounds familiar. And he's got 170 acting credits. And according to IMDb, oh he appeared in over 300 episodes of television and more than 70 films. So he's been in oh a ton of gosh. stuff. You definitely recognize him from something. I'm obviously not going to go through everything, but I will tell you the thing that I definitely knew him on site is he was one of Ben Stiller's friends in There's Something About Mary, which is like one of the oh, all-time wow. great comedies, like gross-out comedies. Amazing movie. And yes, definitely. That, I mean, I knew his face instantly from that. He is really, really funny. In it. Huh. So lots of stuff. But I mean, he's been in, he was in so, so many things. If there's a TV show that you watched, he's probably been at least in an episode of it at some point. <laughs> this, however, is his only appearance on Family Ties. He was on so, so many shows. I mean, I couldn't, and, and movies, like just in everything. He was in the Freaky Friday remake. Yeah. With Lindsay Lohan. Oh, and uh, What's Her Guts. And What's Her Guts from Halloween. And A Fish Called Wanda. Yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis, yeah. That was a good one. I like that movie, actually. He did a, a couple of memorable appearances in the original X-Files series. Oh, wouldn't that be funny if that was the episode of X-Files that you actually oh, talked about would on have been. IMDb? Although it doesn't look like it was. Oh. I'm looking at it now. That would have been so amazing. That's our guest stars. Like I said, he was in a ton of stuff. So if there's something that you've seen, he was probably in it. But the funny thing is, out of 170 credits, like I said, over 300 episodes and 70 movies, 90 movies, Family Ties was only the second thing he ever did. Oh, really? Oh, man. So pretty much where he got to start. What was the first one? First one was a TV miniseries called The Deliberate Stranger, and he doesn't have even like a credited name in it. Interesting. So this was okay. his first named appearance in a TV or in anything, really. Oh, that's awesome. Well, Family Ties just giving all these people their starts. Sha-la-la-la! Do you have any other stuff to go over? I just think it's funny that uh, there's so many uh, Back to the Future references. So I know that the name of the city is Hill Valley, but it's Mrs. Hillman. Oh, funny. Just that kind of stuff, you know. Okay. I see it and it makes me kind of giggle inside. So, but besides that, no, that's all I had. What about you? All right. So, I had a bunch of stuff to go over here. First of all, when Alex is first, like, stops Jennifer from cleaning out the junk from the attic. And this was funny because they kind of introduced that B story at the beginning. And I feel like it just ended. Like, they after that first scene, they never called back to that bit. Yeah, Nick put on the holy shirt, and that was it. Yes, it was, oh, I loved that. <laughs> Steven's got this old holy shirt. He's, he's like all upset that Elise wants to get rid of it, and then Nick's like, oh, I love that shirt. I've always wanted a shirt like that. And Elise just hands it over to him. <laughs> that must have been one of the ones that Karen, uh, our friend Gina Davis, uh, <laughs> she used to wash and iron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It looks like it had some iron uh, marks on it. <laughs> <laughs> so two of the things Alex pulled out of the box that I thought were funny. 
Of course, he had a Richard Nixon lunchbox, which he's always mentioned his admiration for Richard Nixon. <laughs> but right? the other one was the House Un-American Activities Coloring Book, which it's obviously oh, funny yeah. that they had a coloring book. Do you, are you familiar with what that was at all? No, not at all. So... It's often linked together with the McCarthyism of like the 50s and 60s, but it's basically a part of the, in Congress, their committees that they put together to try to find if people were communists or not. Oh, okay. So Joseph McCarthy is often associated, although this was technically a separate group from his, he was in the Senate and this was in the House, but still like related investigations where when you probably heard of like in the you know 50s and 60s when like Hollywood actors would be blacklisted because they're accused of being a communist. And yes. it was very similar to like the Salem witch trials in that they would, you know, if someone said this person's a communist, they would basically assume they were a communist unless they could prove they weren't a communist. And it was very, you know, everyone running around accusing everyone because if you accuse someone, you were less likely to be accused yourself. And it was a big, big mess. And in fact, the the crucible was written at the time about the Salem witch trials, which was a parallel for what was going on in the. House on American Committee and, and the whole McCarthy situations. Anyway, interesting, it's a weird part of like our history. Even like Walt Disney, you know, had to go up and and Lucille Ball had to defend herself, and all kinds of like people you think of as beloved figures that you know had to defend themselves that they weren't communists, and then a lot of people that you know weren't able to convince them and actually were blacklisted and lost their jobs and careers from it. Yeah, that was definitely a big big time. So, really interesting that Alex would have a coloring book of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's something they would have made, you know, for kids. Oh, totally. <laughs> <laughs> so, I also thought it was interesting that they, I just seemed like an out-of-place reference that they said they were taking all the stuff to Goodwill. And I didn't realize how old oh, yeah. Goodwill was. I, I, I mean, I didn't think it was brand new, but I didn't realize that Goodwill was actually founded in 1902. Oh, dang. I would have thought the 20s. It was founded in 1902. It, was, it changed its name to just Goodwill in 1915. And uh, Okay. And, what was it before? The Goodwill? Well, it was, it started out as like an organization from a church. And I think it – I didn't write it down. But I think it had to do with the name of the church oh, at the gotcha. time. And okay. then they changed it to their Goodwill. It was their Goodwill program at this church. And then they just made it like a nonprofit as Goodwill. By huh, itself, interesting. So. It's always just weird because I think of that as like something that's something that's still going. So it felt like jarring. Like, wait, they knew about Goodwill back then? Is that still a thing? <laughs> Apparently, it was. Well, it's like TV. I mean, they still had TV back then. Yeah, that's true. I know. <laughs> I realize not all time started when I was born, but sometimes it's a little shocking when you know stuff is older than I am. <laughs> Well, 1986, you were alive then. Well, this is true, yes. But, I mean, obviously the Goodwill was a common enough thing by 1986 that it had been around and people knew what it was, you know. Oh, yeah. Because he didn't say down to, like, the charity bin or something. He used, like, the brand name. So it was already associated with going to donate your stuff. Yeah. And I thought it was funny that at one point they were going to throw everything away and then the next time Stephen's like, oh, I'm going to take this down to the Goodwill. And right. Elise is like, okay, bye. <laughs> Especially because it was labeled trash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sure Goodwill loves to get a box called trash. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we, we don't have a trash can big enough for this. Can you just yeah. take it? You guys mind taking this thing? Oh, that's funny. Okay, so then when Mallory's in the class and they have a, a pop quiz, this is just a little funny observation. 
So the teacher says, oh, you guys are going to have a pop quiz. And everyone groans and stuff. She hands out the papers or whatever. And she says, okay, you have until the end of class. And then she looks at her watch like she's setting a stopwatch and says, begin. But if they have until the end of class, why does she need to do a stopwatch? Because that's just the end of class. Yeah, it's not like, you know, oh, you've got four minutes to answer and I'm going to time you. And she didn't, like, need to set it. I mean, I'm assuming there's going to be, like, a bell at the end of class or whatever. I just thought that was funny that she, you know, I don't think they thought through the. Do you think they had bells in 1986? I don't know. Did they? I feel like that was invented when I was a kid, right? (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, school bells. (laughs) <laughs> yeah and and the delivery system to make them all ring yeah <laughs> yeah they used to have to just send someone you know door to door to knock on the door to let them know i'm pretty sure <laughs> i'm sure back in the day you know they had to have somebody actually push the button you know to make them all ring <laughs> yeah i'm sure i'm sure <laughs> oh Maybe they just had multiple janitors, and they're like, okay, you know, everybody run over to your bell and get ready. Bell time, everyone, yes. <laughs> That's why they always had a school <laughs> clock watcher to pay attention to what time it was, so they could alert the <laughs> bell ringers at the correct time. Exactly. Good thing they invented that in the 80s, so that I could go to school and have bells at the end of my period. Yeah, because otherwise that wouldn't have worked out well for you. No, Whew. it would have been rough. Nice. Speaking of their quizzes, <laughs> I also thought, and I'm I'm sure that this existed in some way, but the way that she did the oral exam, where each student gets an entire hour one on one with her to do a final, I feel like that's not a very efficient use of time. No, I mean, and she's probably got four or five classes easy of thirty students each, or even if it was twenty students yeah. each, because the classrooms were not that big. That's twenty hour blocks. Still. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a long time. That's several to, school to days. Answer six questions. So that was I thought funny. And then during the time when she's giving that oral exam, I don't know if you noticed this, but like eight hundred students walked past the window. There was never a time when there wasn't a student going by the window. <laughs> so back and forth, back and forth. I don't know what the other oh, students are doing again, just time. so I can spot them. Yeah, <laughs> it might have just been like one of those circular things with just someone propped up on it. <laughs> So, (laughs) and then speaking of the teacher's class, I also noticed that, you know, like you said, this is her one senior class. There was, you know, 15, 20 students in that class. She must have had a few more. But I think Mallory was not the only one that failed because at the graduation, I'm pretty sure there was like 12 kids total. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Did not have a great graduation rate at that high school. Well, maybe the kids were – well, no, because remember when Alex graduated? Yeah. I think they only had about 20, 25. Yeah, so. it was a pretty small class. So, Yeah. Maybe, well, it's uh, Columbus. You know, it's not a big city or anything. Yeah, maybe, in, maybe in it's Ohio. just really, really – maybe that was her only class, her only senior class. Yeah, Could maybe. Be. Could be. So maybe she only had, uh, you know, one senior class, one junior class, and one uh, sophomore class. That could be. And then – that whole class would have been the graduating class. I guess that that would make sense. Very, yeah. it's like a one room high school schoolhouse. <laughs> <laughs> but we know that they have a really uh, cool radio station. That's so. true. Well, you got to have that, even if you only have twenty students. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Everybody gets a shift. Come on, it's your turn. Oh, that's funny. In addition, well, I did write this down. You kind of mentioned this, but I thought it was funny that Alex gets up at 2 a.m. to get a glass of milk. They have the weirdest eating habits in the Keaton family. They do. I mean, maybe kids aren't as lazy uh, back then as they are are now, but my kids do not go up and down the stairs multiple times a night. No. 
I feel like that would be a sleeping disorder. I mean, I know Alex has struggled with this before, but still, it's it's odd how much they go to the fridge in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah, he's all 2 a.m. Hmm, I want some milk. Yeah, that's, that's what that's I need the right there. <laughs> that's the ticket. <laughs> so when Alex puts on the top hat, the Abraham Lincoln hat, at the table, this is one other observation. Jennifer, you know, Tina Others is watching him. And she totally loses it, like totally is laughing out of character. So much so that she ducks behind Mallory's big hair and hides her laughing behind her big hair. Oh, what? I missed it. Yes. Like she hid it well, you can tell, but she was totally laughing like more than she was supposed to be and hid it because Mallory's hair is so big in that scene. <laughs> she was able to hide. <laughs> it was giant, yeah. <laughs> she needed the hat to kind of push it all back down again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and she I'll had a peachy folder on that. the table too so they're keeping the she did in. I noted that that's what I had written down there those are observations Sha-la-la-la. I love that when Mallory's crossing paths with Skippy as he's walking out and she's like how did you do and he's like well I think I got something somewhere between an A and an F <laughs> 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 nice. Well, they have F, so I guess that's good. So yeah, that's true. <laughs> and I think it's funny that Mallory's worried about flunking, but like Skippy's totally fine. Even though he answered a thing about like the the Gone with the Wind, and she didn't like scream at him about it. You know? <laughs> no, I guess she knows that he's kind of simple, and that's the best that uh, he can. That get, is so. peak Skippy there. So <laughs> it is. Well, and he graduated because he was wearing the cap. He was gown, there, so. Yeah, when we know that he's good. Steven's like, oh, I'm just so proud of you. And Skippy's like, oh, thank you so much. Yeah, I finally made it. And he's like, yeah. And Mallory, we're so proud of you, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Steven. He's the best. He is. And then Alex had a really great, like, Mallory jab when he's like, hey, where's Mallory? And everyone's like, oh, she's at the library studying. He's like, no, no, no. I mean, Mallory. And then Jennifer's like, she's at the library <laughs> studying. And he's like, fine, don't tell me then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Mallory. Even when she's doing the right thing, you know, she gets blasted. She does. And then the last thing that I wrote down was Mallory just cracked me up when she was doing, like, the question in the first class appearance she had. And she was reading, like, her assignment that she had written or turned in or a test or something. And it said, you know, when... Uh, the pilgrims bought the Manhattan, the island of Manhattan, for $24 from the Indians, which is what established uh-huh. it as a great place for bargains. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so funny. She was so good in this episode, and it was nice to get a little Mallory action. It was. Yeah, she was very... I mean, it really was... It was an A story the whole way through. It was. It was barely it had any time for that B story. Just got pushed to the side. Yeah. You know what kind of story Nick said it was? What? Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was good. <laughs> uh, so did you have any other stuff to go over? Any other jokes or anything? I wrote down a couple other things. One, at one point, you know, they're like, how are you flunking? You know, are you, are you doing? Oh, he said, how bad are you flunking? Yeah. And she goes, oh, no, I'm flunking really well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I might get a D on this one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then Elise is asking Mallory, you know, oh, you know, 
we got to do this. We got to do that. It was about getting the dress fitted. And she said, oh, you know, mom, there's time. And Alex goes, yeah, mom, there's time. Yeah, trust her. There's time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and then the last thing I wrote down that we didn't already talk about was Alex is talking to Mallory. And he's like, you know, anything worth doing worthwhile, like, you know, good grades or a relationship or a good mutual fund. (laughs) (laughs) It's worth taking time. Classic Alex. Classic Alex. You know those mutual funds. <laughs> Gotta let them mature. Sha-la-la-la. Did you have a moral for this episode? I did. I think the moral really is, is that if you believe in yourself and you work really hard, you can achieve many things. Good. I mean, that's, that's a classic moral right there. It is. I mean, you know, I feel like this one was pretty easy. It was reached out and slapped you, so... That's why I put that one down. That was pretty good. What about you? As always, yours is always the more succinct and uh, and efficient. But I just, my observation was that even though the academic aspect of school was not Mallory's like favorite thing, it was worth putting the effort in to achieve like a larger goal. Even if it's not something, you know, the, the end of that work, you know, will produce something that's worthwhile because then she'll be able to go to college and get into her fashion design or whatever she wants to do. So she might not be like passionate about history, but it's worth, you know, putting some effort into that so that she can, in the end, have a greater reward, which is, you know, doing what she wants to do. Yeah, hundred percent. And it really shows how intelligent she was that she did so poorly over the entire year, and in four weeks learned I don't know fourteen or twenty yeah. uh, thick books of history. Yeah, because as much as Alex gives her a hard time, she's not dumb. She's bad at school, but she's smart. Yeah. I mean, she obviously she has fabric smarts, but she's she's an intelligent <laughs> person. She just is very different interests from like what typical education has in store, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and everybody kept telling her that, you know, she doesn't take it serious. She doesn't apply herself. So really, it's a choice. It seems like it was a conscious decision that she was making. That Mallory. Well, now she gets to go to junior college. Unfortunately, she is going to junior college, which means she can be around the Keaton household still. Oh, good. Yeah, we don't want her to go away to not Leland College. No, no. She didn't have to go to uh, Princeton or Dartmouth or any of those other colleges either for the application process. No, she knew exactly where she wanted to go. Yes, she did. (laughs) She knew where her strengths lie. Well, I believe that our strengths lie in this episode being complete. Yes. Because we got to the end of it. Successfully, right? I'm proud of that. I think that was a we did. Yeah. We did. I landed the plane. It got a little bumpy a couple times, but uh, you know, my co-pilot was uh, on on it. So thank you, Absolutely. as always, Phil, for for helping me land the plane. That was fantastic. I mean, the the oxygen mask didn't even drop down from the above our heads, so I think it was great. <laughs> well, that's good because you have to put yours on first before you help smaller passengers. That's true. Well, I yeah. sleep with a mask every night because of sleep apnea, so. I'm I'm well practiced in that. I will be able to help other people if that ever comes up. So, I'm in training so you could probably do it with your eyes closed. Oh, definitely, I do every night. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> At four thirty a.m., whether you need to or not. Sometimes this is true. Yeah, <laughs> that's my nightmare. My alarm goes off at 5.30. I mean, sometimes I've seen 5.30 from the other side. Not not often, but it happens. You know. Well, better you than me, sir. <laughs> Well, thank you so much, Keith, as always, for doing this episode with me. Well, it's my pleasure, as always, and Season 4 was, again, 
my favorite season so far, so I can't wait to see what season five has in store. It was super awesome. I'm looking forward to doing a special bloopers episode with you. So don't forget, dear listeners, we're going to be off for uh, you know a week or so, and we'll come back with a special episode in a little while. Keith, while we're taking a break, where could people reach out to us? How can they keep up with what we're up to outside of listening to the episodes? Well, they can always go to our Facebook page at Alex P. Keaton is my friend. And they can join our group, Friends of Alex P. Keaton is my friend. And I will, hopefully before you post this, I will get that uh, amazing photo and uh, yes. the artwork yes. that was created, that sculpture. And I will, uh, I'll post that. So that way you'll, you'll get a chance to see that. I very much want to see that. <laughs> oh, I made the note. So I'll get that in the morning and I'll get that all squared away. But uh, yeah, it was uh, Portland. Yeah, it was Portland. Portland. <laughs> I wonder if we have any listeners listeners in Portland because um, Portland is a city and it it's a little wacky, you know. If, if you do live in Portland and you want to email us, email us at alexpkeatonismyfriend at gmail.com. Well, we do appreciate, like we said, everyone for listening. Thanks for being with us through four whole seasons. After Thanksgiving, we will be back again with another very special episode of Alex P. Keaton is my friend. What would we do, baby, without us? What would we do, baby, without us? And there ain't no nothing we can love each other through.